Hello, this is Maurice Harker. I'm glad you've taken the time to listen to this podcast. What you're about to listen to is a set of principles that come from the discoveries I've made as a therapist working with married people and people fighting for self-mastery. And so please enjoy what you're listening to. And then when you want more advanced training, look us up at Life Changing Services, especially if you're a married person, check out the Marriage Repair Workshop and the Lazarus Lectures. Enjoy what you listen to. I was doing my DPAR and a thought came to my mind that Christ, when he took upon himself our sins, it gave him the ability to be able to succor us, to know that what we're going through and to have compassion. And so I think when we go through trials, we're learning that same thing that we can have compassion who, for people who are having struggles, we can be more compassionate toward them. And then my other thought was, because this is a, a conflict I'm having with somebody, it, it's it, another thought came that I turned it toward myself. This person promised something and they didn't follow through with their promise. And that was hurtful for me. But then have I done that to other people? Have I let them down? And how did that affect them? Something to be a little more thoughtful of think about that's sobering <laughs> the whole moton beam story that that re- brings me recollection one of the most amazing advantages to being in my position is it's a little relieving and stinging at the same moment because i get to interview many crying wives and as they're describing the uh, their husbands I regularly check myself to see if I've made similar mistakes, especially recently. And I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> have I done that before? Or have I done a version of that before? Or, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of individual flaws. My own marriage, for those of you who haven't heard, I, um, I had only been a therapist for a year before my marriage almost ended. There had been gradual, it was about seventh, eighth year into my marriage. And this gradual misunderstanding of psychological validation of your wife, if it had not been for the sobering experience of seeing two couples at the same time who had almost an identical dynamic to my own marriage, okay? The shy wife, the quiet wife, and the gregarious husband, and the woman is on the verge of screaming and yelling in psychological pain because... I, the image I had at the time was because she was just sitting there like a rock on the side of a mountain and a glacier slowly slid across the rock until it started to get pulverized. So slowly, no one watching it could see anything was happening. Okay. And so it is sobering too, to his referencing as well. When you pay attention to people's lives and what's going on in them, if you have a flicker of humility, you can look in the mirror and go, huh, I wonder how I might have similar flaws here. Let he who's without sin cast the first stone. Probably shouldn't get all high and mighty about other people's flaws. Thank you. As I was preparing for today, 
while I enjoy reading first and second Peter, it didn't take long for a reference to a President Nelson talk to pull me into a, an exploration with his words, which is not very hard to do at all. So down into this, I can find joy during times of trial and suffering. We are introduced to President Nelson's conference talk from 2016. He was the president of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles at this time. He was not the prophet yet, but as I was reviewing his presentation carefully, no surprise that he became a prophet. And this is one of one of his teaching talents that I'm confident he nurtured intentionally is his one-liners or his phrases, his power phrases. And there's many things to highlight in this chapter, but the one that stands out the most for me and many others. You control F. Thank you. C-I-R. There it is. Is that it? I think there's more than one. Circumstances. See, this is where I demonstrate my flaws in technological skills. Ah, that's it. Saints can be happy under every circumstance. All in favor of throwing rocks and tomatoes. We can feel joy even while having a bad day, a bad week, or even a bad year. Now, if you're a normal human being, if you've never experienced a satanic attack, you probably will experience one when you read that sentence. Okay, anyone who's had a normal life will instantly have at least one, if not 10 phrases or sentences come to mind. Saints can be happy under every circumstances. In my brain, it sounds something like this. Yeah, he's so overlooking this. He's so not paying attention to that. Where does he get the idea that's a true statement? And then look at these condescending phrases. You can feel joy even while having a bad day. Does this man even know the definition of a bad day? Okay. You want to see a bad day? I'll show you a bad day. I've had a bad day, a bad week, a bad year. How about two years? How about five years? How about 10 years? I know some of you. Okay. And I know some of your, your specifics to your stories. And from my perspective, you are having a really bad day and a bad week and a bad year. So when I read this, I have an element of scientific skepticism. Scientific skepticism. Who does this guy think he is to say this? It sounds so unempathetic. Where's his compassion? Where's his relatability? How can he say under every circumstance? Does he really have a clue? Does he really... There's this idea that I don't quite know how to put into words yet, but it's so if let's take rock climbing, for example, like mm. if you've climbed a level 10 difficulty, then climbing a level one is fairly easy. But if like level one is the extent of your ability, then it's really difficult. And mm. so like this finding joy in every circumstance to me is a similar idea that like 
if we have something greater than this moment, then it's easier to feel joy in it. But if this moment is all that I have and I'm like stuck here, like a couple of the talks that that you referenced for this week, talk about that. If we keep getting stuck in the daily difficulties of life and that's all that we're focused on, then we don't have something greater or deeper than this moment. If you haven't noticed President Nielsen's teaching style, in almost all of his talks or in many of his talks, he opens up <clears throat> with a reference to the adversary. He opens up with a reference. I bring this up in relation to comment because the contrast, he'll spend the rest of his talk. So he shows uh, darkness or pain or re uh, reference to the unfortunate side of this life experience and makes it clear that this comes from the adversary. Okay. You and I wrestle against the rulers of darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. And then he goes on to talk about that's the really unpleasant experience. Hello, you've just finished listening to one of our episodes of Memoirs of an LDS Therapist. It's important to me that you have a chance to get more and more of these principles. We kept this brief because you probably have a busy life, but there's so much more. So please listen to the rest of these episodes and look for ways to apply them to your life. And ready f when you're ready for some deep and complex training, please look us up at lifechangingservices.org, specifically the marriage repair workshops and the Lazarus lectures. I look forward to seeing you in those more advanced trainings.